0: All right. Hello, Idiots on Prey, D2 Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? Uh, well, you, things are a little hellish here as I've been texting you on the side. Uh, our, both my kids have regressed in their sleep training. They would... Uh, uh, let me tell you about this because I want to transition into something else. They both uh, slept great uh, for the first chunks of their life, but a couple weeks ago, uh, my wife went to the Iowa State Fair, and uh, we'll get into that in a second. And while she was there, she visited her mom. She stayed with her mom, and there was nowhere for the kids to stay, so they all slept in the same bed. And uh, now the kids won't fall asleep unless someone is with them. So they just kick and scream and cry until you go in and hold their hands. And they never did it before the other week. So really, yeah. But the neat thing is, is now my son actually loves me because my son is two years old, and uh, he's a mama's boy, big time. He loves his mom. Everything is mommy, mommy, mommy. But uh, the other day when he got back from State Fair and the first night he cried, I went in to console him and I got him all calmed down. And when I left, he freaked out and was screaming, Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. And I'm like, holy shit, that's the first time he's ever done that. So all it takes is extreme panic and uh, isolation to get your kid to love you. Parenting tip, everyone.
1: Hey, there you go. You you had somebody basically give your kid Stockholm Syndrome on your behalf, man. Like he did. He wasn't into you before, but now he is.
0: Yeah, exactly. So let's talk about the Iowa State Fair for a second. Uh, I said my wife went to that, and uh, I had a gig. I was in Bloomington, Illinois, and uh, the the nice, the polite way of saying this is the State Fair is just not my thing, Um, and it was driven home to me the reason why um, the last week. So they, in every poll across the country, every single poll in America has Hillary kicking the shit out of Trump, just, just beating the shit out of him. Uh, the informal poll at the Iowa state fair has Trump beating Hillary by 10 percentage points.
1: (laughs) Well, it makes sense. They do still hold sticks of butter fried on a stick. So it's just, it makes sense.
0: That's what I'm saying. That's, that's why it's not my scene. That's why the polite way of putting it is it's not my scene. It's because that's the kind of people that, like, my family, my wife's family, they go there, and they are not Trump supporters, but I, I they've been doing it their whole life, so it's just sort of inertia yeah. at this point. But,
1: uh, I'm not saying that literally every person that goes to the Iowa State Fair is going to be a Trump supporter. I'm just saying any place that sells sticks of butter fried, like whole sticks of butter fried, Trump's going to do well there, man. Yeah, 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 Deep fried. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm surprised it was only 10%. That that to me is 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 a sign of him losing in a landslide. I would have thought he'd be up by thirty. If, <laughs> That's if, a good if they're point. doing whole sticks of fried butter, not like oh, we have fried butter balls. You know what I mean? Like we fried a, a tablespoon for you. No, no, we fried a whole stick. Trump's going to crush you.
0: Uh You you are absolutely right. I suppose that is a sign sign of uh, uh, positivity there. So. Well, uh, last week we talked about the Olympics a little bit, and they're on the news again. Uh, I thought that was pretty hilarious. Uh, the swimmers that said they got held up by gunpoint. Uh, instead, it turns out they were drunk and pissing on walls at a gas station, and security kicked them out.
1: I, there's I, I usually always talk shit about the Olympics, and I right. never watch it. And I never get proud over any of the gold medals or the silver medals or the platinum medals if they're doing that now. Who the fuck cares? But you're,
0: you're going to proud of swimmers that piss on the wall. Is oh, that where- yeah. That's something I can relate to.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You pissed on the walls. You got drunk. You pissed on a wall. You got arrested. You tried to lie about it. That, it's just, it speaks to me. If there was an event for that, I would, I would want to compete and if i if i didn't make the 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 tryouts if i didn't make the qualifications i would i would give my support and rise to the star spangled banner for anybody who beat me in that event
0: i would have to say i mean that it is absolutely perfect american behavior i mean anybody surprised by this just really doesn't know america all that well that of course americans we're the worst tourists in the world. I mean, we are known worldwide for being loud, obnoxious, stupid, and then occasionally, yes, drunk. Uh, we're fat also, America, uh, fat. So so it, at least they were fit. At least they have all got six-packs and muscles. But, yeah, the fact that they got drunk and pissed on a wall and got into it with the locals. I'd be
1: even happier if our swimmers were sporting beer guts for some reason. You know what I mean? <laughs> if they're <laughs> it's just... They're just flying like killer whales, man, just crushing everybody, getting gold medals, even though they got like man tits.
0: Oh, I saw, uh, I watched, it's only like a 10 minute, or maybe I only saw 10 minutes, a short version of it. There was a documentary, I wish I knew the name, you can can Google it, uh, listeners and Jake. Um, A 65-year-old fat guy who literally is uh, one of the best swimmers in the world, he swims Rivers like start to finish, the the mouth of the Amazon to the basin, or the basin to the mouth. Actually, uh, the Nile, the uh, the Mississippi, and he's this big fat guy. Not fat, not huge fat, but like fat. He's he's definitely big, and he even took a like a, a very funny shot at Michael Phelps. He's like, oh, Michael Phelps is too to too skinny to swim. Rivers, he he can swim in the pool fine, but look at me, I you know I burn six hundred calories an hour when I'm doing this, so you need a lot of weight on you. But it it was pretty interesting. I got to stick
1: my hand in the water and catch catfish and, and, and eat them right there on the spot to give me the strength to swim upstream like that.
0: Exactly. Well, he goes downstream, but the the funny thing was is that yeah, they they said that he would eat drink beer. Well, he would do it like he'd tread water and drink beer. But he, like, you're swimming in the Amazon and the Mississippi, he gets diseases like a motherfucker. Like, you talk about Keith Richards surviving like a cockroach. Every time he beats a disease, he fucking just, you know, <laughs> just another notch on his belt. Nothing can kill him. Once you swim in the Mississippi, I mean, disgusting, that fucking polluted
1: mess. Well, I can, I can remember... There was there was plenty of guys when I was in the army who, if you looked at him, you wouldn't be like, oh, that's a morbidly obese dude, but you would look at him and be like, wow, that guy really let himself go, or you, you know, like he's he's out of shape, not not horrible shape, but I mean, yeah. he's still, you, you know, doing high levels of physical stuff. But he's out of, but they would absolutely crush at any kind of physical fitness test any any kind of um any kind of road marches running I mean, I mean they were guys with beer guts you know they didn't look like they were in crazy shape but they i mean they they could do any kind of athletic thing it's 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 really weird i mean if, if you do a lot of athletics yeah you're going to kind of naturally be in shape but being able to do the athletic stuff and, and looking a certain way is, is sort of... I mean, they're related, but they are two different things.
0: You know? Oh, absolutely. Like, uh, look, uh, my reference point is, unfortunately, Jackass, because that's where I was introduced to him. But uh, do you remember watching Jackass and seeing Butterbean fight Johnny Knoxville? And obviously it was just... Oh,
1: yeah. It was yeah. done
0: for fun. But there's a guy that does not look like you see him, and he's he's definitely big, but holy crap, you know, you put him in boxing gloves and he just pounds and goes to fucking hell. And there was no chance Johnny was going to beat him. Like, But you no, take a no. guy like that, you, you take, like you said, boxers like Manny Pacquiao or uh, the, the fucking, uh, who's the the douchebag that beats up women and um, I've drawn a blank on his name. Floyd uh, Mayweather? Yeah, most of them anyway. Yeah, Mayweather could be Tyson. I was thinking Mayweather, but uh, but either way, yeah, they they look they I mean they look muscular, but Butterbean just this big fucking stout guy. And that's the thing. Oh yeah. Is this guy was he was fat and he admitted to being fat with his gut. But you looked at him and he could probably take a punch, like not just because he's fat, because he looks stout. Like there's there's fat fat blubbery and there's fat stout like yeah, that there's some something carrying that weight around. Right. Some muscle holding that shit up.
1: But if you're boxing at a professional level, it's it's not just like, oh, well, he's he's tough enough, he can take a punch and then he just knocks people out. I mean, yeah, that if if, if you're really good with those two things, that'll get you to a certain level, but the level that that guy was boxing at, you also have to have an insane amount of just just cardiovascular oh, yeah, endurance, too, man.
0: And, endurance, yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
1: and, and that's that's what normally tends to give heavy people the biggest problem when it comes to anything physical but i mean that guy could still do it he could still do car and i mean that's boxing even even if you're not getting hit even if you're not taking body shots which that that takes it out of you as far as your ability to breathe and move and shit but if you're just hitting a heavy bagger, you know hitting hitting gloves or something you know uh it it you get winded, man. I mean, if you, if you hit a heavy bag for, like, even two minutes straight, you're going to be fucking tired, man. If you haven't been training to do that.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I, I haven't done it much, but, uh, like, I, I was with a comic once that I went to a gym, and that's what he did, so I did it sort of fucking around style. Like, I went and did my little pretty boy bullshit workout. Like, I'm going to jog because that's cardio and good for me, and I'm going to lift weights because that makes me look, and then I fucking, when he was in the 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 the, he did uh some sort of martial art i can't remember which one so i went in and i was waiting for him so i started punching the bag and like like you just said two minutes later i'm like holy shit i'm fucking exhausted because i'm suddenly you're working all oh, the yeah, muscles man. all the muscles it's throwing insane. your arms and your sides and you know you're not just well, I, I don't know
1: if you ever sparred with this guy but like if you start taking shots in the body oh yeah i mean like dude, because your your lungs that's what you use to breathe that facilitates all that kind of movement <laughs> and someone just hit it and you know the lungs aren't really used to they were like whoa 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 i thought we were just doing cardio now you're fucking like I'm being beat on this i can't do this like it was you know, it just it just tends to fucking lock you up man I mean you, t- you take a few good body shots and you're you're done man
0: I don't think we've ever talked about this I've only been in one fight in my entire life and I remember it it was uh, seventh grade um and I, I, his name was Scott I won't say his last name not that he's listening to this or anyone that knows him is but uh but I don't remember how it happened. I remember it was during gym class, and this was back in the day when gym class was old school. So even though we were fighting, the gym teacher was sort of wa- watching like,
1: let them work it out,
0: <laughs> instead of today where they break it up right away. Um, oh, yeah,
1: they used to do in, in elementary school fights. I, Looking back at it, the fucking parents, this, yeah, this would never happen now. But I can remember personally getting into fights and watching other kids getting into fights. And when you're that young, you're not really going to hurt the other kids. I mean, yeah, occasionally somebody would get their nose bloodied or something like that. But I mean, no one was really breaking bones. Nobody was. And I, I can remember adults, you know, like coaches that were supposed to be in charge of us just sitting there laughing. And watching kids just fucking wail on each other over by the sidelines while we were while, while the rest of us just played football, man, it was great.
0: Yeah, and I'm sure that the reason they were laughing is because it was probably the most uncoordinated, you know, flailing possible. You know, you go, oh, it, yeah. it wasn't graceful boxing or martial arts kicking. It's like if you ever see a real fight, like well, like on YouTube, you you, you Google any uh, actual street fight and. 90% of the time, the people have no clue what they're doing, and it just looks silly, but uh, with my fight, I remember it clearly, like, I didn't know what I was doing, and I'm looking at the guy like, oh, shit, this is happening, we're about to get into a fight, and before I knew it, he had hit me right in the face, and I remember clearly having the thought going, well, that didn't really hurt. That that was fine. I can take a punch. And then he hit me again. And I had the thought like, oh, well, maybe I should defend myself. And I didn't know what to do. So I just sort of jumped on him, wrestled him down and started punching him on the ground. So after yeah. it was all over, like after like two minutes, they broke it up and nobody could really decide who won because technically he gave me two really good face shots. They didn't hurt but I got him down and then was, you know, beating him up as he covered his face and so I was technically on top but neither one of us did any damage at the end. If it was wrestling, then I would have won, but that's the only fight I've ever been in. Have you ever been in an
1: adult, adult fight? Uh not while I was sober. Uh just kind of drunken brawls <laughs> or whatever there. Is. You know what I mean? Like like people tend to pull you apart and yeah, I mean just stupid shit. Most of them were like friends. <laughs> well, those don't count. I mean, like yeah, yeah, because this wasn't uh, a friend of mine. Not, Scott yeah, wasn't I mean, a with, friend. With, with strangers, yeah, I, I've it's always been drunk, and there's always been people to break it up every time, so it hasn't gone too far.
0: Well, and you, you say know? always about how many how many drunken brawls have you been in? Oh,
1: fuck, man. I, I mean, I, I, I don't, not, not a lot. That's the thing. Well, when like, your
0: first response is like not a number, when you're trying to come up with one, like, oh shit, how many, like, like me, I can literally say one. And when you're struggling, that's why I
1: laugh. Well, but the the thing is, is I, I, I feel like I've really only like punched someone while I was drunk that I didn't know a couple of times. Okay. And And
0: since you were drunk, do you
1: remember anything that led to it? A little bit, yeah. I mean, the times when I was sober enough to remember this, it was definitely, like, other people just getting uh, aggressive for no fucking reason. And I was more like trying to just kind of step in and peacefully resolve something and kind of get somebody off a friend of mine. and And then they did the drunk, like oh what you want some too fucker you know and then they like shoved slash took a shot at me or something and so i was like all right fuck it whap!" and then and then people just kind of jumped in and pulled us apart and gotcha that that was it man i I can remember that happening a couple times and then i've been told about that happening (laughs) a few more times than that uh I can't say whether I was in the right or the wrong on the ones I don't remember. I, uh, All I know is that I I didn't do anything fucked up before I blacked out, I can tell you that much.
0: And you didn't wake up in a hospital, so either you won or it got separated before uh, anything yeah. really bad happened.
1: Yeah, yeah. well, okay, The thing is, the thing about people that are blackout drunk and fighting, you know how you were saying that, like, oh, well, you can just laugh if you're the adult coach? when you're just watching two eight-year-olds intensely trying to Steven Seagal each other to death. <laughs> like, because it doesn't fucking matter. Like, I mean, yeah, they they think they're all serious and shit, but, like, people that are so drunk that they can barely stand and they can't remember it, they're, yeah, they're they're really intense in their minds at the moment, you know, what few cylinders are firing in their heads at the time, but they're, yeah, physically, they're they're, they're fucking wreck. I mean, I, I don't, I don't care how badass they were and how tough they were before they drank seventeen shots of gin. But now they're not. Uh, yeah, they're they're not at their fighting weight anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah. incapacitated. I uh, yeah, I've only taunted one person. I, this, this just popped into my head. I don't know if because I, pop- I can
1: remember pulling other friends of mine. I can remember being the sober person plenty of fucking times. Yeah, it's not it's not difficult to pull two. Is stumbling fucking drunks apart, man. It's, it's really not.
0: Does it just start because, like you said, just two guys bump into each other in a bar? Oh, yeah, and, yeah, <laughs> it's just
1: fucking nothing, man. I, you know, uh, you, you, you don't even know why the fuck it started most of the time. I mean, just just, just nothing.
0: I, uh, as a comedian, you have to deal with hecklers, and I can't remember if I've told this story or not, so forgive uh, me, listeners, if you actually, all seven of you have heard the story before, but... Uh, I was in Ohio and there was this guy that heckled the first comic, then he heckled the middle comic and then he tried to say some shit to me. But by that point I was too pissed off watching him, you know, berate the first two comics. Um, so when I went, I don't remember anything that I said to him. Like he opened his mouth and I fucking yelled at him and it pissed him off. So he started heading to the stage like, I'm going to kick your ass. And I'm like, fuck you. You're going to kick my ass. And I went nose to nose with him. Like as he was yelling that he's going to kick my ass. And the only reason I taunted him is because I knew for a fact that nobody else knew. Uh, I had a table full, like, eight or ten professional wrestlers in the front row that were my friends. So I was just waiting. And they even told me after the show that if he had put a foot on the stage, they were going to take him down. And so I was kind of doing it just to see what would happen if, if he grabbed me, how how he would have gotten the shit kicked out of him.
1: Would they have just taken him down right there, or they, would they have first stripped down to Speedo's? <laughs> <laughs> and they had an announcer give them an over-elaborate... Uh,
0: Backstory.
1: ...announcement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you why this guy's going to take down this heckler. Oh, there's some bad blood here, Mean Gene. Would there have been like five minutes of that, though? you got to wonder.
0: Well, the, the kicker to it is the end of the story, because uh, the owner came and got him and dragged him out, and um, it was a pretty packed show. It might have been sold out, and... Uh, when he was taken off from the back of the room, room you heard this metal door slam, uh, like the, the, the fire exit or the side exit, and everybody yeah. turned to look, and we like, whoa, shit, that was pretty loud, and it was, a, it was the opening of the door, not the closing, it was a slam open, and after the show, I found out what happened is um, two brothers own the club, and they're Lebanese, and what had happened is the first owner came and got the guy while the guy was drunk and gave him a shove and then the other brother came out lifted him up and pushed him through the door that slammed like this loud slam and afterwards he's talking to me and he was still his fire was up his blood and i can't do a lebanese accent so i'm not going to try but he was literally saying he he put his hands on my brother you don't do that i am ex-lebanese military i have killed people you don't touch my brother i fucking kill you I fuck he is so lucky I fucking not kill and and I'm sitting there like wow when you say you're former Lebanese military that is fucking hardcore shit you do not fuck with someone that is Middle East military because they are they are all fucking killers and so when he said that you know you touch he touched he was he was pissed and he just lifted the guy up and threw him out of the club
1: yeah I I I feel like especially if it's if it's like a like a Muslim Middle East country, I, I know I, I think Le- Lebanon's kind of cool with drinking, so th- that I mean, casual necessarily yeah. be the, Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I, I feel like most I most think these own bars, There's there's a certain type of um. Well, yeah, then this wouldn't apply. Yeah, to these them, are then, I, I think I they're Lebanese Christians. Like, well, they're also well, I you was know, like, if they're not as used to being around belligerently drunk people, because I, I feel like if you're if 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 you've been around that a lot, you're just kind of like there's there's that part of your brain to where he's like you're like oh this guy's wasted and nothing he says is is serious or, or matters on any level cuz he's 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 fucking drunk like this guy's hammered and he's probably a nice guy when he's sober who 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 knows let's just calm him down but if if i mean if you're not used to dealing with that kind of now like i need to shut off like my my sort of base reaction to this Because this is I mean, it's literally an insane person talking to me like if if a dude is this drunk, he's not he's not in his right mind. And so this is not a real person talking to me. And I need to look look at it like like it's like it's a five year old or some shit until he sobers up. You know what I mean? Like like people that have been raised around that are used to it Whereas. I mean if, if you're if you're from a culture that really doesn't fucking drink that much I mean that's got to be weird to you you know but i I, I think they do get I, I think they still drink in Lebanon though
0: I'm not positive either but I think as he said the the, the thing that set him off was when he put hands on his brother because uh, they were initially just kicking him out like all right, buddy, you gotta go but when it got physical, that's when he flipped his switch yeah. and was yeah. like dude. I get what you're saying, you know like i you're drunk or whatever, but the instant you lay hands on a family member, then fucking all bets are off,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: so well, you got anything you want to talk about this week we could uh we got uh you yeah, know ten minutes to kill, or we can uh give the listeners a a break and cut out early what's what's going on in jake's world
1: I got um
0: you start your job. Oh, I, I
1: was yeah, yeah, I, I I did I did today, man. That, that that went well. Although I was really tired because a similar situation to yours. I was I was kept up pretty late. Um, my the the apartment I live in now, the, 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 the basement. backyard. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's a basement. The backyard is connected to our to our bedroom in the back. You know, it's got uh, the doors right in the bedroom and so you just open it. And the dog can run out. Well, I, I, I always let him out fenced before in. he goes to bed. Obviously. Yeah, it's okay. fenced in. I can just let him out. He does his thing, comes back in. Well, it, you know, he'll bark when he needs to go out and whatever. And um, like the, the, the people that live upstairs, you know, like they, they've been friends with my girlfriend for a long time. And, and they have uh, two dogs. And so whenever he hears them, he'll, he'll want to go out. And so he'll bark. Well, all last night. What kind of dogs like, they the have? Last for, couple, for, listeners,
0: like, for listeners that don't know, you have a Samson. You have a Chihuahua. He's yeah, a little mini. Yeah, I got, a, I got a
1: Chihuahua. Yeah, yeah. The, the other ones are, one of them sort of looks like, um, oh, I'm not good with my dog breeds, but it it's, it's small. Are they not bigger? Not like Chihuahua's yeah. small, but it's, yeah, they're both way bigger. One is like, it's sort of like a beagle, but with floppy ears. You know what I mean? Like the big floppy ears. Right. It's like beagle size with the big floppy ears. The other one's a little bigger than that. It looks like it might be like a slight shepherd mix, but a little smaller than that. Sure. But still way huge compared to uh, but Samson. But Samson likes
0: playing with him. He, he, when yeah, they go outside yeah, he wants especially
1: to go the on. really big one, yeah. Well, the last couple nights, man, he's woke us up like five, six times barking. And we just sort of instinctively, like the first night we just let him out every time because he normally doesn't do that. Like he might, in the middle of the night, once really have to piss. And then it's like, I get it. I got to wake up and piss sometimes too. I get, you know, fucking do your thing and then come back in and yeah, yeah, yeah. when you get to the door. And, you know, um, well, he kept doing it. Like, we woke up the next day and we were like, dude, did he woke us up like five, six times? Like, that's crazy. And then we found out the next day that the bigger dog is in heat, man. Like, cause <laughs> I, 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 didn't, I didn't even realize, like, Samson's not fixed, but I didn't realize she wasn't fixed either. But he was wandering around, like, following her. And just, like, had his entire face up her entire cooch, man. (laughs) And it's funny because she's literally seven, eight times his size, man. So he can't even get up in there. He can only reach his face and nose up there. And the thing is, is, like, she's instinctively like, yeah, okay, cool, do your thing. But she only has the instinct to, like, well, I'm just going to stop, raise my tail and let it happen. The rest is up to you. Like she doesn't. So have, she doesn't
0: know how to squat, and he, does, no, she he doesn't. doesn't have, have a step stool. Of like
1: oh, I'm <laughs> sleeping with someone, you know, an eighth of my size. You know, I'm the big blonde night lady from Game of Thrones, and I'm sleeping with the midget. You know what I'm saying? So I got to get uh, certain positions. Ain't gonna work. Like that's not. <laughs> it's not in you know, her. She's just like I lift the tail. You do your thing. And he, him, he can't really tell her like you gotta squat down or whatever. All he can do is just have hope. And so he just, the whole time, he's just sitting there licking and sniffing because it's all he can do. And, uh, no, that's got to yeah, be it's, horrible. It's kind of I mean, blue yeah. balls
0: are the worst thing in the world and a dog can't do anything about it.
1: That's cute as fuck, though, man. I'll tell you that.
0: <laughs> Doggy oral sex is cute that's as fuck. That shit
1: is adorable. Yeah, yeah. It, um... It reminds me of myself when I was younger and trying to date women out of my league, I suppose. <laughs>
0: uh, well, that is a great story. Uh, listeners, if you want to hit us up with your—my my roommate in college, uh, he had a cat that would go into heat, and he would get it stoned. He would put the entire cat face in his mouth and exhale the pot, and then the cat would just sit there and go— I it just, like, be loopy. It, would, it worked great, like, because before it, it, it would howl, and I'm not going to howl because my kids are having such a problem sleeping, but it was, it was fucking loud. It was, wow. Really? Yeah. They were, yeah. I,
1: I, I had friends of mine when I was in high school used to get their cats high. We used to blow it into their ears, man.
0: I heard that, too, but no, he would, like, you, you'd pick the cat up and just open his mouth and, like, put the entire face in and exhale so that it was, like, a full-on contact, and then the thing would just go to sleep, and... You know, you look back on that now, and you're like, "Wow, that was fucking animal abuse." But you know,
1: oh dude, I, it's I better than it's did... better than
0: you know physical abuse. I mean, I suppose, I'm not I suppose, I I believe, I fully believe that it really didn't hurt the cat. It's just getting it stoned.
1: Dude, when I was 17, I, I had a cat in my in my first apartment that uh, did about a quarter gram of blow off the, the... Marks, man <laughs> That cat was oh, fucked up, man. I well, because I I ran upstairs. I right? hope it like was I
0: declawed. Got, uh,
1: was it declawed? I don't even remember now. I don't. I don't think it was, man. But uh, I, I I ran upstairs. It was a big cat, man. It was like eighteen pounds. But even still, man, a quarter gram blows a lot of, for a cat. Like I mean, I'm 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 estimating it might have been a little more, might have been a little less. Like it's basically what I spilled off of a mirror onto a carpet we had like a whole eight ball right and we, like we're sitting downstairs it was me my girlfriend and her friend who was our roommate at the time um and then my girlfriend left to go get smokes and you, you know we're still we're, we're cutting it up we're doing it a little bit she comes back and for whatever reason she knocked on the door as opposed to just coming in that and startled her... everyone yeah, she was saying, "Well, I, I didn't want to startle you guys by just coming in." That's what she said later, and I was like, "Well, we thought you would just come in, and we thought if you're knocking, you're someone else." Hence, I should get the fucking mirror full of cocaine off the out of the because we're seventeen and shit, you know. And so, like, I, I run upstairs with... As opposed really, to
0: when you're of legal age to do coke.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I'm an adult now, dude. I'm 30-fucking-2. Like, if someone got upset because, like, they came in here and I was... I'm, I'm like, dude, you just fucking grow up, man. I'm drinking with it. I'm not just doing the whole thing by itself. I'm not going to jabber your ear off about nonsense like oh let's talk about really deep gibberish for 12 hours no i'm mixing it with drinks man it's fine (laughs) but uh, like i'm mellowing it out it's the yin and the yang man like that's what you gotta do but uh no i I don't really fuck with that shit too much anymore it's kind of a waste of money like maybe a couple bumps here and there if i'm like you know good and drunk but it's you know but uh either way
0: she knocked you spilled it
1: yeah, yeah, so I, I run upstairs, I, I, I turn the corner, and, and I almost step on the cat, so I kind of, you know, jump back a little bit to keep from stepping on this cat, and some of it falls off the corner, you know, and we still had almost a full eight ball, so I wasn't going to dig it out, like, it's it's already something I cut up really fine, and it kind of scattered in this thick, kind of shaggy carpet, and the cat started fucking licking it up, man, and I was <laughs> like, oh shit, and I, I, like, I pushed him away from it, and he ran back again, and I pushed him away, and he ran back again. And at this time, I pushed him really hard. And they kept calling for me, and he just you know, I was young and coked up, and I was like, "Well, I didn't see him go back the third time. It's probably okay." <laughs> and, I just, and I completely forgot about that. And I'm just yeah, I'm going downstairs and we do more coke. I'm on coke, so naturally, I'm just thinking about wow, let's go do more coke, right? Like that's you know, and so I, I get down there. We we, we do more, and um, I completely I've forgotten about it for about. I don't know, half an hour when the cat ran downstairs and this fucking cat like ran into the middle of the floor, just froze, looked at us and then would run around. Hang on, man. I, I got to let the dog in. He's he's barking to get back in. One second. Oh, time's... Anyway, sorry about that. Um, so, yeah, I, uh, I, I, I I come back. Where you at? The, the The cat ran downstairs. And right? that
0: would, and then it would run around and freeze and just stare at you.
1: Dude, yeah, it, it would, it would freeze. It would stare at us, and then it would start running around the room and like jumping up on chairs and tables, and it would jump against the walls. You know, how sometimes cats, if they're really hyper, would jump against the wall with all four paws and oh, yeah, kind yeah, of like yeah, bounce yeah. off it. That's not what it was They'll doing. They'll do some Jackie Chan shit. No, it was jumping against the wall and hitting its fucking head and falling down and then running around no. again, like not <laughs> graceful at all. Like just oh God jumping, hitting its head, falling on its face and then running around and then coming back and stopping and just freezing and staring at us for like 30 seconds and then doing it again. You know, it kept doing that. And, uh, you know, of course, I, 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 I remembered what happened <laughs> and I put two and two together like, oh, shit, this sucks. And they're they're sitting there going like what the fuck is wrong with that cat? And I'm yeah, I'm 17, I'm coked up, I can't hold a poker face for shit, you know what I mean? So <laughs> I'm just like yeah, I don't know, um, I, I I certainly don't know what's wrong with that cat. I just, whatever the fuck's wrong with that weird uh, spazzed out coked up cat? I don't, I, I certainly know that I had nothing to do with it. I I it's not my fault. I know. I can tell you that much for certain, you know. And they're just eventually they're like, all right, Jake, we listen. We know you did something. We know this is because of you. What did you do to the cat? And finally, I'm like, okay, um, I, I, I might have a confession to make. So what happened is, you know, I explained the thing. I went upstairs. I slipped. It fell. And, you know, I tried to push him off. He, uh, he fucking got the coke, man. I, to this day, I still don't know why I didn't just shut the cat in the bathroom. How, how, long, <laughs> was it,
0: how long was it crazy? How long did it last?
1: Uh, not, even, not even that long, man. Like a couple hours. It was fine. But, uh, like, they, they, they still, they, they, they freaked out, man. Like, they were both freaking out, but for, like, totally different reasons. Like, my girlfriend was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, I can't believe you let the cat do coke. Uh, it's really bad for cats, probably, and it's probably going to die, right? My roommate, she was freaking out because she was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, I can't believe you let the cat do coke, because this shit costs a lot of money, and he didn't throw <laughs> down on this man. Like, what are you thinking? <laughs> and they just yelling at me for two <laughs> totally different reasons, but for the same thing, man. Like, it was, it was ridiculous. Oh, that's hilarious. Now, uh, mushrooms, way worse for cats, man. I had a friend of mine's cat get into his mushrooms. What Much, much worse.
0: Well, it depends on how much he ate. i mean if the if the cat upstairs only looked a little off the carpet, whatever. but uh, yeah, if you get into the mushrooms and eat a bunch, then probably not good.
1: He ate a bunch, man. We had uh, he had a whole ounce, and we had broken them into eighths, you know what I mean, and uh, put them into uh, like they, they were all in little baggies, you know, and uh, and then we put them into a grocery bag. and then he'd put that up in his closet, and then we'd left to like go get smokes or some shit. And we came right back. We were only gone like 10, 15 minutes tops, you know, and um, this is middle of the day. We, we come back and the bag's sitting in the middle of his floor. And and our first just sort of thought was, oh, man, somebody broke into. Yeah, you don't think place. it's the I, cat. Yeah, you don't yeah, think it's the I, cat. This was, we're, we're, we're like 18. We're young. You know what I mean? We're just like, oh, my God, somebody broke in and stole a couple eighths of shrooms or something, you know, cause we, we literally just put it up in his closet. Now it's sitting in the middle of the floor. We'd been gone just it was short few minutes, you know, uh, 10, 15, whatever. And then we, you know, we, we thought about it. We're like, wait a minute, man, somebody wouldn't just break in, steal a couple eighths and then leave the rest of the ounce. It would have just taken the whole fucking ounce. So we count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, they're all there. So somebody broke in threw it in the floor and left. They're like, I mean, he lived with his dad. Like we were young, you know what I mean? Like we're still in high school, but his dad was like in Florida and shit. Like no one, you know, didn't have any family that lived there. Like like no. And so we're th- sitting there thinking, like, who? The, someone just put it in the middle of the floor and then fucking left. And then and then we notice all eight of these bags. All eight of them have these weird little holes and tears in the oh, bags. Oh yeah,
0: I've seen those in like, like comic books back in Fuck? the day and and book covers. Yeah.
1: And we're just trying to. We're just looking at him, going, "What happened?" And it it, it hit us both at the same time. We just kind of looked at each other. I don't even remember which one of us said it first, but one of us was just like, "We got to go find that fucking cat, man." (laughs) So we we go out in the living room, and this cat is crouched down in the middle of the living room, tail wagging back and forth really fast. And then every now and then, I, I think it would like catch a corner of its tail, like out of the corner of its eye or something because it would start chasing its tail in circles and then chase it the other way and then stop again and keep making its tail go back and forth. And then it would chase it and chase it. And if we tried to pet it, it would, like, lunge and try to scratch us and shit. The shittiest thing about this whole story for this cat, this happened on Halloween night, man. This guy was having a Halloween party, man. So he had a whole bunch of people, like, I, 30, 40 people show up in, like, costumes, like, demon masks and shit. Every, every <laughs> light in the house is a different color. And this cat is just like, what the fuck? Ah! And like, just losing it. Shit. You and
0: didn't finally, think to put it in
1: the room and lock it away for a while? Uh, now nah, we were all pretty fucked up after a while. I, I mean, I, I mean, we tried to, you know I mean? But people were wandering around and we're all fucked up and you know, so eventually the cat started kind of like it. You know, it, it, it found a way to just get places. And it, at one point, I remember later, like because I, I was on shrooms, you know, and and I was just like, "Oh, dude, I'll bet the cat will let me pet him now, and he'll be my friend, and because like we're we're both tripping or whatever." And where the and so I, I reached out because he looked kind of calm for for a little bit. I mean, he'd been losing his shit all night, but. I reached down, and I'm like, oh, cool. He let me pet him once, and then he let me pet him twice. And then he just kind of, like, looked around for a little while. Like, it was like he snapped back, to and just started fucking, like, looking around with his head a lot, and then looked at me, and then just fucking, and just scratched the shit out of my finger, man. And I was bleeding all down my hand, like, (laughs) cats scratch hard when they're on shrooms, man. That's what I learned that night.
0: Well, there you go. Life lessened is. Uh, but he did.
1: He did sober up from that eventually, man.
0: And they all get better. All right, listeners, if you have any stories involving uh, your pets and drugs, I think we would love to hear them. Leave them in the comment section yeah. or uh, JakeVever.com, nathandimmel.com. If you're ever
1: forced to either give your cat cocaine or mushrooms um (laughs) go with cocaine uh they they come out of it much faster they're much better and yeah it seemed to be less violent when it was on coke it was just really happy and or not happy but really um hyper and and running around there you go it's a good workout all right kids thanks for listening later